See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. We are back on air. And by that I mean I'm back on air. Oh my god, it's been a week already. This is Slow Row with a Go-Go. Show 309. For those of you keeping track at home, she's so fine. My 309. Yeah. Uh, not an engine. This is a show. Alright, my name is Mao, and this is, of course, the often imitated, never duplicated, B-movie review show... That's uh, all about the B-movies this week. Ooh, I've been uh, kind of all over the place with the movies I select, and that's by design. This week, however, I accepted my own personal challenge of watching three really, really, let's air quote, interesting movies for you. So I can take, I'll experience the deep hurting, and you can avoid it. Unless you want that kind of thing, which I know most of you do, because you're listening to this show. But before I do all that, let's uh, get into what I watched this week, which was not very much. I binge-watched a couple shows, which I know I hate that phrase, but I don't know. What are you going to do? I watched Origins, and I watched uh, What Disappeared. some old show on uh, ID Go, and I watched uh, all about these people that just disappear, and I was like, huh, that's weird. And Origins is just, they pick a couple things and say, oh... Look at how this is so great, you know, horses and bikes and motorcycles. And the next week it's canals and trains and boats or something. You're like, okay, whatever. But it's still kind of neat to learn a little bit or feel like you're learning. You're not really learning anything, but you can feel like it when you're watching TV. Then I watched uh, Terminator 3. Why 3, you say? Well, it was because it was on streaming. I have the Terminator box set, and I even have Terminator Sega Genesis. I don't know if I... I don't know, I might be missing one, but I don't know. Uh, it's hard to keep track. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You know... <sighs> trying to figure out the best way to say this. I really love Terminator. I like the franchise. I like Arnold. I like it all. But time is not so forgiving to some of them. I know 1 and 2... Um, Terminator, the original Terminator, I, I, I just love that. I know at some point I'll be staring at somebody rebooting that, and I'll be like, oh, stop it. But that's just the way life is. Uh, the first one was one of those, it should have been a B-movie, but it really struck a chord, and everyone fell in love with it, and then it was like, oh my god, this is awesome. Now it's a franchise. Um, the second one was, I often say, it was a rare occurrence where the second one was better than the first one. Now, first one, Awesome. Like, I love the the storyline, I love the character development, I love everything about that one. The second one was better, not better, the second one was as good or better because it had a budget. The budget was bigger, the, uh, and it wasn't, it was still faithful to the first one. It had problems, don't get me wrong, I'm not like, yay, all this stuff. It wasn't uh, perfect, but I really loved it. I remember liking the third one. I remember actually loving the third one. Upon rewatch, I love some parts of the third one. 
but not re- it does I like it doesn't like kind of hold up as well as the other ones in my opinion. Again, it's just a little bit all about opinions. Uh, the third one was I, I I understand what they were trying to do. They were trying to make sure that the franchise could continue by saying, "Look, you know, it's inevitable. It's going to happen no matter what, and this is just the the way life goes." The crane scene, and if you've seen Terminator 3, you know what I'm talking about. That scene's insanity. That is one of the most incredible chase scenes, destruction scenes, action scenes, whatever you want to say, on film. Now, there's there's tons of great... It's not the number one, it's not... But it is... It's incredible. Thinking about two machines duking it out with a huge, gigantic crane and a fire truck and just destroying everything. And the way uh, Arnold takes out the Terminatrix, or ter- T- T- what is it, TX, um, not takes out, doesn't kill it, but the way it stops that portion of the chase was just awesome. And, I don't know. And, and I also, this is another one of those that I kind of give a pass to. You know, I have a couple that are really soft in my heart. I love, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of what's that other one, like Highlander. Those are just cheesy garbage, but I like them. Uh, even, well, I'm not sure 2 is technically even a movie with the flying birds and the weirdness and all that stuff uh, and the disservice to the entire name. But I loved 1, and 3 was, eh, you know, I guess I don't love them as much as I say now that I'm talking about it on air. Uh, but I, I, I will watch any of the Highlanders, just as I'll watch any of the Terminators. I'll watch any of the Aliens. There's some that ain't so good. But then there's some Star Trek that ain't so good. There's some Star Wars that aren't so good. There's some... Every franchise seems to have a soggy middle or a flabby middle, much like yours truly, and that's sad too. Um, so upon rewatch, T3, not awesome. It's probably one of those that if I would have never watched it again, I would have gone to the grave going, T3 was an awesome movie. Terminator Sega Genesis was just weird and... And all that other crap that they came out with the show. The show was actually pretty interesting. But then they just stopped it dead because they were like, we're not spending this much money on something that no one's watching. And that was sad. And then, um... I'm trying to think, was there another freaking Terminator? Do your show homework, Mal. What am I doing? Oh my god. Okay. I just tried to pull it up on the, uh... On this thing. So basically, yeah, there was Terminator in 1984... T2 in 1991, 1984, 1991 was T2, then T3 was 2003, then uh, Terminator Salvation, that's the one that was uh, 2009, and 2008 had the Sarah, Chrono- Sarah Connor Chronicles, and then uh, Terminator Sega Genesis was 2015, and what's this I'm seeing? Untitled Terminator Reboot. Wah, wah. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, James Cameron's writing it. Yeah. Oh, so whatever. And uh, so there you go. So maybe it's going to be a thing, but probably not. I don't know. Maybe it will be. Well, something like that. The money's just going to keep pouring in, so of course it will. All right. Well, that's it. I mean, Terminator. Uh, that's all I watched, unfortunately, this week. Um, I'll try better for next week. Let's take a trailer break, and then when we get into it, I'm going to be delving into a trilogy that has no reason for being, and I'm not talking about. Uh, Toy Story. No, because I love Toy Story Trilogy. Alright, we'll be right back. 
What uh, part of Germany do you hail from? I'm from a little Bavarian village called Lickensiedlingen. Huh? Get to visit. Actually, I uh, like to spend most of my time in uh, girls without Wienersville. I'm more comfortable there. <laughs> He's just not used to male intimacy. Oh, well, that's okay because I'm a lady. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, there it is. Okay. Ooh, I feel like dancing. Okay. Dancing. Oh. oh, my God. They call her coffee. Because if you jive her, she'll cream you. This is the end of your rotten life. Coffee. The baddest one chick hit squad that ever hit town. All your friends are dead. Why well, kill them all? Coffee. She's got a body men would die for. And lately, a lot of them have. Coffee's black. Coffee's hot. And sometimes as sweet as sugar. I know what you want to, and you're gonna get it. Coffee. Always where the action is. A mean kind of super chick who don't take nothing off of nobody. You want me to crawl? You want to spit on me and make me crawl? See Coffee. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without a parent. Look out, Harlem. Here comes Coffee, the godmother of them all. Unbelievable. Wow. That's incredible. Better when I'm drunk. The Schoolgirls is an X-rated film based on actual inquiries into the secret life of teenage girls. The Schoolgirls will open and close the eyes of all parents. I'm no longer a child, Dr. Fox. In fact, you haven't yet grasped. I'm 18 years old now, and I live in the 20th century, and what I've done is purely my concern. Witness the new morality in the revealing and shocking motion picture, The Schoolgirls, rated X from Fine Films. Break! We are leaving! 20th Century Fox has brought you all kinds of movies. But 20th Century Fox has never before brought you anything like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I remember the Rocky Horror Picture Show is wonderfully weird. <laughs> it's fabulously freaky. We are ready for the floor show. The story is strange. I knew he was in with a bad crowd, but it was worse than I imagined. The songs are super. The cast is completely crazy. Oh, Rocky! See the Rocky Horror Picture Show, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parents. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? All right. We are back. So, now, what am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about uh, Robo Vampires 1 through 3. Now, full disclosure, uh, I watched these out of order because I was sitting there having some beers last Sunday, or last Saturday, I mean, and I look at Netflix like some of the... I, I always try and dig down and find the goodies on Netflix and uh boom robo vampire 3 and i said well this is probably going to wrap up all the unanswered questions from robo vampire 1 and or 2 and i was also like there wasn't a robo vampire 1 or 2 cuz i'd never heard of this before last weekend well <clears throat> as i'm watching that hot mess and drinking my many beers 
I peruse the phone and I see, wait a minute, there is two other robo-vampires. And then I say, well, I'm going to watch those. And then I immediately proceeded to get up and find them online and get them in my greedy little hands. So, first of all, uh, these are the brain trust of Godfrey Ho. And if you know uh, really bad kung fu movies, most of them having the word ninja in the title somewhere, then you know Godfrey Ho. And he's credited as Joe Livingstone. So, yes, that's a thing. That's true. Anyway, Godfrey Ho was, uh, boy, you know, I've seen him in, in, in so many movies. He has 150 titles. He's, I think up until, I don't know when he lived to, it was like early 2000s, he was still making stuff. Um, then I'm assuming either he died or someone p- imposed a law against him making movies or, you know, Hong Kong finally had him murdered. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But, you know, to be, the, the, the truth is uh, I've seen uh, like 150 of those movies and, and uh, 150 movies and probably about 93 of them are ninja something. It just he loved them. He was ninja, ninja crazy, uh, except for this one was Robo Vampire. Now, I'm going to talk about Robo-Vampire 1, and then we'll talk about 2 and 3 and whatever's left to talk about. Uh, the first one, um, it suffered from kind of being shot at different times and or places and or different pickup shots from different cameras. There was a lot of uneven uh color and uneven which that's whatever this really did feel like okay this was a couple different movies cobbled together in a casserole of nonsense if you will and uh this first one though does have uh, a plot so (laughs) wow you know it's basically there's it's about this uh tom wilde who's this uh you know a, a, a drug enforcement a dea agent or i don't think they said that like a narcotics agent and he's murdered by some drug gang uh, and and then uh, you know he's given a second chance. And I'm reading a little bit off of it. He's given a second chance at life in a futuristic experiment as an android robot. And boy, uh, wow. Anyway, so yeah. Now this at this point in life, you got to or at this point in our history, you got to figure this was made in the glorious year of 1988. Uh, you know when uh, the world was covered and soaked in past in a, in a, you know crazy colors and and uh, all kinds of dreams and adoration and cocaine and you know and this was one of those things where you're like why not everyone was swept up in RoboCop fever um, so why wouldn't you mix a knockoff of RoboCop with some the hopping vampires of China in a drug uh, prison women in prison drug revenge tale this is all in there that's what i'm saying and so like so the, the cover is the cover of the movie robo vampire and trust me if i can find this on like a on a blu-ray oh i'm buying it but i, I won't but anyway so this is like <laughs> the cover looks just like murphy from robocop but in the movie it looks kind of like a kid spray painted all their hockey gear silver and then wore a, a silver helmet, and then somebody gave him some of those blue blocker shades that they painted silver and black. I'm pretty sure this actor couldn't see through this whole uh, thing. But anyway, so you know, and 
so they they murder him, and then they go on to their drug dealing, and then this is where it's like, oh, I'm a drug dealer, but what we're going to do is we're going to enlist to help protect us from the DEA, who's now swooping in on our drug gig. We're going to enlist the help of vampires. Like, well, that's a perfectly sound business plan. I, I That's even, that's a model right out of Sun Tzu's uh, Art of War for Business. But anyway... These are the hopping vampires of China. A little bit of side note, I didn't know, like, long ago, maybe 15 years ago, I was never introduced to the hopping vampire uh, genre. And then I watched a movie with one of my exchange students from Japan, and we were having quite the chuckle about the uh, exploding coffins, and then these green guys kind of hopping towards uh, the, the karate guy, and he would, of course, take them out. And, uh, boy, we're laughing and laughing, and then for a couple months, the exchange student would hop towards me, and i go, yeah, and then we'd fight, and I, we wouldn't really fight, because that's illegal, and also not, I wouldn't do it, but, uh, so, you know, but it was just one of those funny things, and then I come to find out that that's actually, like, their lore, before, way before the sparkly, effeminate vampires of today, and they were, and, and I think after the mwahaha cover their face with a, uh, black cape, then there was the hopping ones. Then there was the sparkly, you know, effeminate ones. So anyway, so th- these are the, so these are the hoppy around kind. So there's one scene where they're putting drugs in these coffins, and it looks like a Three Stooges job, you know, like hey Mo, and and then these these vampires start jumping up and they're they're putting these these uh these little prayer cards on their foreheads to make them stop attacking them, and then they're repacking with drugs. And that uh, and you know and it's and, it, and it's just crazy town and then so then that that scene's there and then you cut to this scene where this this guy's like oh well now we got a hold of this shot guy and I'm taking over this project and we're gonna make him into a cyborg and they go okay and then they show somebody with a sparkler and like a metal piece and then they're like okay well here he is and then there's and he stands up and he's like I am Robo Vampire no that's not his name I forget what his name was he's just like stupid head I think. I think his head was stupid jerk, jerk McHead face, and that's sadly that's not his real name in this movie. So anyway, then like, so now he's meandering around, and then when then back flashback to the drug dealing vampire portion, a ghost appears, and she's angry because this priest who is controlling him controlling the vampires for the drug lord has imprisoned her love and this this ghost is quite i don't want to say erotic but she's very she's it's very sheen what she's wearing a white flowing robe that you can see through and there's lots of nudity although not nudity nudity so she's there and she's like you've you've taken my 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 fiance now i'm going to be really angry and he's like well i'll tell you what you join me, and then you two can be together. And I'll, and every just every now and then, I'm gonna call on you to kill a DEA agent. And she's like, yeah, sounds good to me. Whatever. She didn't have a lot going on. She's floating around being nude. I mean, that's fine, you know. But you know, she missed her vampire. So they have like a loving embrace, and that's totally weird, but kind of a good angle. I don't know. So then, then the ro- robo guys wandering around, and then they then the drug gang steals a DEA agent, the girl which I think was the the girlfriend or friend of Robo Guy before that happened. 
see oh my god and this and this is one everyone this is this is the first one you know the one out of the gate the tough one the good one so robo vampire one you know he's now now he's really angry cuz the drug people have his fiance and she's sitting there and they put they're doing that drop of water on her head thing really strange there's a lot of strange things in this movie and that's that's kind of good and bad for the good i mean i always like enjoy that where you're like what in the hell am I looking at here? You know, and, and there's a lot of that. There's there's a portion where this lady is sewing drugs into a dead ox, and I'm like, I don't need to see this. And then there's some guys leering at her as if to say, well, we're gonna rape her later. Thankfully, that doesn't happen. I'm like, oh god, I was waiting for the cheap heat, you know. But then there's a guy that should have been Bolo, but wasn't Bolo, cause you know Godfrey Ho didn't have the money for Bolo. He's he's like wandering around going, ah, you know, you should. I'm gonna take your money, or I'm gonna make you talk. See, and she, and he's like kind of hitting that lady. And then, but then like the then Robo, and this is the okay, this is the weird thing about this is it's a little disjointed. In that like, those guys get their comeuppance, but they get their comeuppance by like a gang of DEA that joins forces with some street toughs kind of i don't even know what what to say about it because robocop robo robo man he gets shot with a bazooka and blown up but then they go back to the thing and they're like well he's better now and he just stands up he's like okay i'm gonna go fight again then but then he like goes to fight you know the king baddie and like in the and the priest kind of thing and i i did have a genuine belly laugh because there's a lot of machine gunning and then this one guy he like runs over and climbs up top and he rolls a grenade down the roof and it falls into the pit and blows everyone to hell. And he's like, this is like dummy vision gone wild. You know, there's just tons of these like, like fake dummies flying around and he like throws one off the, off the roof that tries to grab him. And it's, uh, it's, it flutters, you know, like the, like the nude ghost. Um, and that was it, you know? So then, then yay, we win. And then Robo, Robo guy, it just like cuts to the red, the end, you know, and, and victory triumphs and baddies are all dead. Uh, but the vampires are still around because they're still vampires, you know. But I, uh, there was, and then you go, that got made, huh? I'll be damned. And then I'm sitting there thinking, wait, there was two more of these. What the hell? And because I had already seen the third one, and. Trust me, the third one is going to be about a minute and a half discussion of how horrible the third one is. So then I was like, well, now where are they going to take this? Because the Robo guy wasn't... He wasn't like... Impo- like, RoboCop had, like, that... That, like... I don't know. I don't even know how to say it. Like, it had a cult following just because it was so kind of cool. And it was it was the internal struggle and, like, there was character development... This was just one of those hot messes that was trying to cash in, but wasn't even doing that well, you know? So, uh, so I'll save that. I'm going to save the other stuff for later. So then, basically, then I moved on to RoboCop. Or <laughs> I keep saying RoboCop. That's crazy. I'm going to get sued by RoboCop, because he's going to be like, don't you dare ever, uh, uh, you know, affiliate me with them, with RoboVampire. So then it's on to Robo Vampire 2. But we'll take a tr- quick trailer break and then we're going to come back and we're going to knock out 2 and 3 because, you know, why wouldn't we? What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? What do you mean? An African or European swallow? Huh? 
I, I don't know that. Abracadabra, I sit on his knee. Presto, change our, and now he is me. Hocus pocus, we take her to bed. Magic is fun. We're dead. Joseph E. Levine presents Magic, a terrifying love story starring Anthony Hopkins and Anne Margaret. Rated R. Hey, hey, it's your old pal Krusty for my new pork sandwich, the Clogger. If you can find a greasier sandwich, you're in Mexico. <laughs> the legend of Frankenstein once again brings terror and nightmare to the screen in Lady Frankenstein. Joseph Cotton is Baron Frankenstein. But it's fake. Devil with his face, I don't care what he looks like. I want him to live. Sarah Bay is Lady Frankenstein. That is what they called your father's life's work, a monster. And they're right. They are not right. She's beautiful. She's evil. And she'll do anything for love. Would you like to have my body bend to you? Would you like to make love to me? She creates a new, more terrifying monster. And only the monster she creates can satisfy her strange desires. Using her beauty and her scalpel, she cuts deeply into men's hearts. Yes, you're right. Kill it. There has never been a movie like Lady Frankenstein. Rated R. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Hi, I'm Kathy, and just listen to this. The cheerleaders are back in our greatest adventure yet. Revenge of the Cheerleaders. Revenge of the Cheerleaders will show you why we're the team that everybody wants to make. We know the best way for our team to get ahead is for them to get a little behind. And that's what we're here for. So if you want to see the girls who put the high in high school and the laugh in your life, come check out Revenge of the Cheerleaders. We're everybody's favorite student body. Revenge of the Cheerleaders. Rated R. That is a great idea. Those are the only kind I have. All right, we are back. Now on to the the newest, uh, the next one, Robo Vampire 2, Devil's Dynamite. That's right. This was re-released, I want to say it was re-released under Wu-Tang. Uh, I've seen it, it was from 1989, again, Godfrey Ho. It's like, uh, this time he was as Edgar Jeer, <laughs> whatever, uh, uh, the Alan Smithy of Hong Kong. So then it was uh, The Vampire is Still Alive from 1989. So that's the third title. First is Robo Vampire. Then uh, The Vampire is Still Alive. And then Robo Vampire 2 Electric Boogaloo. And then, of course, Devil's Dynamite, which might have just been the release for Wu-Tang because that way they don't pay people. Well, I'm not saying Wu-Tang doesn't pay people, but I don't know why. It doesn't matter. Uh, I can't imagine that the, the Robo Vampire... Uh, name is drawing that much heat that they're going to use it for money. So anyway, this one is much, much different. This one is uh, Godfrey Ho in the in the 28 minutes that he was away from the camera and wrote this. He has he his kid or someone must have had uh, Ultraman on, or one of the many Japanese crazy crime fighters with helmets and silvery suits. Because it's not the slow-moving guy with the painted baseball stuff. No, Robo Vampire 2 is uh, basically Ultraman 
with a with a he has a nice that, that it's a very nice upgrade. He he can move. He's fast. He's a martial artist now. Um, so this is much more of a kung fu actiony kind of movie. He got away from the horror a little bit. The first one did have some horror elements where the you know with the biting vampire biting stuff and chewing on meat. Very strange. This one was kind of like they they tried to do a kung fu crime drama based on uh, Robo Vampire Heat. I don't know what you can say about it. That's all true, that stuff. So there's a queen of the underground, Mary, uh, and she's basically like, okay, you know, the queen of the, queen of the vampire is, um, she's basically running the show, uh, but no one knows who she is. Well, no, everyone knows who she is, but her boyfriend doesn't. So anyway, because he's uh, just, bear with me. This is one of those convoluted ones. Uh, so basically... Robo. Now there's a guy who's very smart. Mean. He's like, oh yeah, let's. We're gonna have a team. We're gonna we're gonna build another army of of vampires, and we're gonna train them, and then they're gonna help our smuggling business. Not so much with the drugs this time. I mean, drugs are implied, but it's kind of like smuggling. You know. Ooh. Also, these are dubbed from the uh, from Australia. Not so much, I reckon, but it, it's dubbed a little bit here and there. So, um, I mean, it's dubbed, and you can tell it's from Australia every now and then. I always kind of toy with the idea of starting my own dubbing company. I have all the equipment, and I sure do love these, and I used to do it a lot with the other show. I, I know I could do it, but I don't know how you make your money at it. I don't think it's with Robo Vampire 1, 2, or 3, that's for sure. Anyway, so I digress. So now he's like, oh yeah, you know, let's... let's." Then, then a, a group of ninjas attack and kill some of the vampires, and then the guy's like, hey, how are we going to fix these? And he's like, oh, it'll take some time, but I'll fix them. I'm a, I'm a vampire fixer guy. And a lot more mysticism in this one. So then, uh, you know, the Queen of the Underworld's there, and she has a boy toy. I think he was part of the cops. A little hazy. A little, this is where a little creaky hand drunk, you know. But uh, he's... So he's, uh, you know, but he's dating this girl, and they're they're frolicking. But then out of nowhere, boom, here comes another guy who was in jail for ten years. And this was Mary's ex-lover that she put in jail, let him rot in jail. And he lost his money, lost his family, and, and supposedly she buried some money. And only she and he know where the, knew where it was. And, or she buried, I forget how it was. No, yeah, he buried it, and he didn't tell anybody. So there's still this missing money. It's like one of those little, one of those little things that's in there to make things poignant. To keep him alive, also. So she's like, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm not." There's and there's also Bond was influencing this one a little bit, the Bond franchise, in that like they try, they're trying to do like the locations, like they're they're at a, a gambling parlor and there's a white tuxedos and stuff like that. Where you can see where Godfrey Ho was getting some of this stuff. It's not like you don't make 150 movies. Well, you can make a, you can make 150 crappy movies and not know nor care about movie making, but I don't think that's the case. I think you know, the guy just slapping stuff together. He found a niche and was running with it, you know. But um, so this one kind of rips off the crime drama thing. The action is much better because it is again. This is now it's a martial arts guy and he's like Ultraman and he acts like Ultraman. He looks like Ultraman, so it's kind of like yay, Ultraman's here, but shiny and from Hong Kong. Kind of like a like a knockoff, Ultra Mang or Ultra Min. 
Utro Man. Utro Man. It's Utro Man from Hong Kong. World famous. So he was. Uh, so he's there running around, and every now and then he jumps in and does some action scene, and then uh, you know. But then it pretty much just revolves around like this guy trying to get to marry and get the money, and then the other guy starts fighting with him sometimes. Like, and this other her, her new boy toy is wafer thin, so it's kind of funny. He's one of those like he should be like a K-pop singer, you know? He's the angsty, skinny one that like has to move his hair out of his eyes all the time. That's this guy. So he's there, and he's like, oh. Don't you, you know, then, like, on their wedding day is when, like, this this violence erupts. There's not much to talk about. That's the, that's the problem with this one. It, it It's a little bit heavier on the action, which is yay. But it's also, I don't know, there's no, it's kind of a lot more pointless, if that makes sense. No, we didn't get to the worst one, so don't worry about that. Wait till three. But two, so two, this does have that sliding scale of return, and that one, one was like, oh, was pretty good as far as plot. The but then the 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 android guy was terrible. Now the second one, the plot I'm gonna stay stays the same. Uh, but the, but the Ultraman knockoff is way better. But the vampires hopping around. There's no uh, ghost. So yeah, I don't know. This one is probably better. But you're not going to have... Like, the plot doesn't seem satisfying, really. It's just kind of like... Then there's this twist at the end, like... Like, this whole thing leads up to, like... oh, Because, you know, the, the robot fights people, and then... But it's, it revolves around this the guy, the guy that got out of prison. You know, and the new boy toy, and Mary. Uh, Mary gets killed, and then... You know, because well, they, they, they kidnap him, and they have him, like... <laughs> dig, try to, like, trying to dig up where the money is. And it's just... It's very... I don't know. It just didn't work, you know. But then at the very end, they had this plot twist. Uh, I'm not even going to say spoiler alert because that's uh, stupid. But so he's like, oh, uh, the, you know, the, the whole place is burning down. Mary's dead. And, the, and, the, and the, the boy toy's like, how did you kill my Mary on our wedding day? That, you're, you're such a rotten guy. And he's like, don't you understand? Uh, she, she's, a, she's evil. She's like the queen of the... Or she destroyed my life and she put me, left me rotten in jail. And he's like, oh, she she turned over a new leaf. That's all behind her now. And he's like, don't you get it? She's the queen of. She was the queen of the underground. And then he was like, wah, end. And I'm like, wow, uh, yeesh, oof, yikes, is what I'm gonna say about that. Uh, this was obviously just like again. Both, both I, I'm gonna say it though. The, the action was better. The fighting was better. Um, story is the same, so I guess, I guess it isn't diminishing returns, really. It's kind of like that, it's a, like a light hump in the middle, like where the bottom, or the, the you know, the, the first one was like, yikes, and then the second one, like, was like, eh, yikes, and then there's a the third one. And now the third one, I'm just gonna roll right into it, is, is really, wow, um, I'm not even sure it's a movie, Again, it's kind of like the same, along the same lines as, uh, as like, uh, the, um, um, Highlander 2, where you're kind of like, I don't know, man. This one starts, now, 3 is a huge departure, because not only is it a little bit later, but it's also, it's kind of not, the, like, these girls show up, and they're, it's all about the movie biz, and so the setting is kind of like, I don't know, um, the movie biz, and, and these girls show up, and they're like, oh, we're getting paid to write 
uh, a script about the last great Chinese emperor. And and we we better learn about it. And, and they're like, they show him reading books. And I'm like, this is all work you'd have to do years in advance to writing an actual movie script. But maybe not how Godfrey Ho does it. So he so these girls are there. And then like one of them goes, oh, let's go into this area. And this, this, this uh, priest is like, don't go in there. You'll get infused with a spirit. And they, sometimes they, you, it's really hard to get rid of them once they are. And they're like, ha ha, oh, you crazy man. Boom. Blonde chick gets the crazy guy and a crazy vampire in her. And then um, wackiness ensues, you know, and, and they keep going back. Like, there's other rival movie companies that are, like, strong-arming them and trying to kill them because they want to put out the, the movie about the last great emperor of China. And I'm like, I don't really think there's that much draw for the last emperor of China. I, maybe there is. I don't know. So cynical. I don't know. I mean, I, I've done as much research as those ladies that were making that movie, uh, or, or writing that, penning that movie for those people. <laughs> I was just like, holy crap. Um, you know, and there, uh, it seemed like there was a little bit more budget-wise, still very bad, as far as like the effects were just inept and and the vampires and stuff like that. You know, but. It was kind of interesting watching three, when you had no concept of what this was even was, because I just went into it like, oh well, this is just going to be like one of those hilariously inept movies, you know that that that, that I love to torture myself with, and it was, but the whole time watching it, I was like, well, these are probably some from other, this is probably like building off of the first two, but it didn't at all, not at all. It was like one of those things where you're kind of like. Mm. This doesn't have anything to do with it. They were like maybe trying to cash grab again. Maybe this has a following I know nothing about. Um, I don't. This these these movies all would probably be in the top 100 worst movies made if if anyone ever saw them or watched them. And that's like there you know like that's almost like that list is famous for being bad. Like the bad movies are almost more famous than the middle of the road stuff. So. That would actually be a good thing for Godfrey Ho, uh, or his estate, or whatever. But this one was, um, boy, there was not much there. And, and and they're all kind of padded like hell. They have a lot of just wandering around and nothing, you know. Sometimes you watch the movies, especially Kung Fu movies, and it's like there's an, there is wandering around or walking around, but it always leads to something or something happens or somebody does something. You know, the good movies... Every everything is to further the plot or to, or to to get the action going or to get the reason for the action or to get some character development. Where these are fall into that category, they're just kind of like who cares, wandering around, just acting stupid. Um, I'm sure there's some contrarians out there that will tell me I'm crazy and Robo Vampire is just a misunderstood masterpiece. You are probably not correct. Um, I think history will be on my side on that one. That's all I'm saying. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to say you're wrong or right, but I think, you know, in a hundred years, people will be like, man, that Mao was right that those were really shitty movies. You know, and I did laugh a little bit at them, um, not with them, at them. You know, the, the like this the first one especially because I don't know what the hell that anything was. Like you, you're watching this guy lumbering around, and you're like, what am I? Lo-? You know, what is this? Is this a is, is this a machine, a man, or why is it why does it look the way it does? You know, the second one was great, and the third one was just I don't know. 
just it just was. It was one of those things where you're like, well, let's get this over with so we can just say I watched all three of them. Um, I I don't really think I would recommend them. Even because even as a curiosity, um, who cares? You know, it's it's sometimes you have to watch something because you're like, look, this is, you know, like the room or 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 you know, some of these movies that are like known for being horrible. You watch them just because you kind of have to. Robo Vampire isn't interesting enough that you would say, well, this is on my bad movies or B movie list that I have to watch this. There's tons of like really great kung fu martial arts movies that are bad just because they didn't have the money or they didn't have the actual um, know-how to make a movie, but they still have kind of like a have a heart. These don't. These are these are just like almost just cranked out of the mill and just like who cares and piece it together and make it good enough that somebody will watch it at some point. So I would say probably not a big uh, not going to have a huge recommend on these to see them. Overall, I would be like probably like a f- a five, a f- a five, a five, five, and a three. If, I mean, if you're doing like Robo Robo Vampire one would be a five, Robo Vampire two five five, just because the fighting is a lot better and it's like the action's better for what there was. And then Robo Robo Vampire three was just a nothing. It's just a, it was like a pointless exercise. So. There you have it. I'm, I'm going to stop talking about Robo Vampire now. I can say, for the record, I've watched all three of them. And I can say, for the record, I've taken the deep hurting so you do not have to avoid at all costs. Because there's so much more out there, you know. Uh, go watch, uh... Hell, go watch anything. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Alright, that's going to be it for this week. Um, make sure, if you are still... if you, Make sure you check out our Facebook page. Uh, please join us, like us. I also do other shows. Me and Promi have two more shows that we do on RadioStPete.com. Uh, uh, that we have the Indie Circuit and we have uh, Saki Bamagogo. Those both have Facebook pages, and I'm, I think we're going to be linking those shows up to our BunchOfDorks.com page. I also think King Don is doing some work with our webmaster to make that not suck. That'd be cool. Um, you know, our, our web page is pretty much has the dancing toaster the dancing baby and the flying toasters because it was made in 89 and never fixed and that's the way it is and it sucks but uh, i think so i think king don's doing some work on that and yay for that and uh, make sure you check us out on facebook like us tell your friends about us and all that good stuff i'm also inching ever closer to my b-movie shirts that i'll be putting out those are going to be a lot of fun i have scream black and a scream the Undertaker and his pals, Nervorama, double feature shirts. These are all nice, one color, budget priced. I'll be getting the links in the show's notes up for those. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Robo Vampire, the trilogy, is now in the books. And I'll see you next week with probably something a little more interesting. You gotta give me a ride. I'm way too big to drive to the devil's house. Pour it on, Morris. Give it everything she's got. Cross your mind!
Thank you.